morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the second day of summer. Happy Monday. The date is June 21st. And on this day, we got kind of a fun little anniversary. On this day last year, Kurt Cobain's retro acoustic electric 1959 Martin D18E which if you don't know, that was a lot of letters and numbers I just said, is the guitar that he played during his iconic MTV Unplugged set in 1993, widely considered to be one of the greatest live performances of all time. On this day one year ago, that guitar sold for a whopping $6.01 million, making it the most expensive guitar of all time. It's 1.37 p.m. You know we got to talk about collectibles and stuff like that. And we don't talk about music collectibles that much, but this is still one of the largest sales, collectible sales of all time and an absolutely crazy uh, music one. So really pretty, pretty fun little little shout out and crazy also that this date, June 2020, that was a year ago already. And additionally, in 2018, and this is just very pertinent considering what happened yesterday, but DeAndre Ayton was selected with the first overall pick by the Phoenix Suns. Sports. So far, seems to be paying off because yesterday, the Phoenix Suns defeated the shorthanded Los Angeles Clippers in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. Yesterday afternoon, the Suns, without Chris Paul, defeated the Clippers without their star, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Paul George scored 34 points, but it wasn't enough to stave off the Suns' incredible win, helmed by Devin Booker's triple-double. He stat line insane, 40 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists. Then he was anchored by the big man himself, DeAndre Ayton. Uh, who had 20 points to take the W over the Clippers. I've been saying it for a long time. I got the Suns for the whole thing, so pretty exciting game. Additionally, last night in another electrifying Game 7, the Atlanta Hawks defeated the Philadelphia 76ers, going on to the Eastern Conference Finals to face the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks-Hawks series will commence on Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. In other basketball world updates from yesterday, aside from playoffs, um, it seems that KD is expected to commit to the U.S. Olympic team. Kevin Durant became the latest player who's expected to commit to the squad, following news earlier this week that some other pre-major players would be on the roster in the Tokyo Olympics. As of now, some of the biggest names who have committed, Damian Lillard, Dame Time, God, it's going to be Dame Time in the Olympics, Devin Booker of the Suns, Jason Tatum of the Celtics. Bradley Beal of the Wizards and Draymond Green of the Warriors have all also committed. That's a pretty big time squad. I guess I don't know who's going to play the big man yet, but we'll see. I'm sure other players will commit as we continue to hear news about this. But I'm excited to uh, watch a little Olympic basketball with some big time names like Katie and Jason Tatum out there. Oh, my gosh. Can't wait. In other sports yesterday, the U.S. Open wrapped up play at Torrey Pines in San Diego. The last time the U.S. Open was played at Torrey Pines in 2008, Tiger Woods on a torn ACL, one with a torn ACL and two stress fractures. Um, heading into the end of yesterday's Open, it was a jam-packed leaderboard. In the clutch, John Rahm hit massive birdie putts on holes 17 and 18 to give himself the lead. Rahm was red hot coming into the tournament, having one of the best rounds of his career two weeks ago before being pulled mid-round for COVID. And then yesterday, he pulled it off. So congrats to John Rowe. It's Monday morning, so you know we got to talk about some of the major game releases for the week. 
For gamers, as we've talked about a lot, the month of June for 2021 has been the gift that just keeps on giving. There's a lot of worthwhile game releases dropping this week, so let's clue you in. A remake of the retro platformer Alex Kidd in Miracle World is coming on Tuesday, June 22nd. Also arriving that day, Dungeons & Dragons Dark Alliance and Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, the official video game. Worms Rumble comes to the Nintendo Switch on Wednesday, June 23rd. And then on Thursday this week, The Legend of Mana will be re-released for PS4, Switch, and PC. And then on Friday of this week, June 25th, Scarlet Nexus and Mario Golf Super Rush will become available. And then the Switch version, a game I'm pretty stoked for, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 coming to Switch. I gotta get a Switch because I love playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater. It's sick. Entertainment. Very long-awaited uh, season premiere. Season 5 of Rick and Morty premiered last night. At the time of this recording, I haven't quite gotten to watch it yet, but the reviews already seem very positive from Twitter. Um, it premiered last night at 11 p.m. Eastern. People seem pretty stoked to have everyone's favorite little duo of universe multiverse travelers back on the scene. This season will be made up of 10 episodes, as has been the case with almost every previous season. I believe just one season had 11 episodes. Um, you can watch them every Sunday night on Adult Swim. As of right now, it's unclear when the season five episodes will appear on streaming platforms. Hulu and HBO Max both have a deal with Rick and Morty. But as of right now, both those platforms just have the first four seasons. So as of right now, it's unclear when streaming platforms will start getting the new season. But right now, you can just watch it through uh, your provider on Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, things like that. This weekend, Godzilla vs. Kong made history in cracking 100 million at the domestic market, making it the only the second movie during the pandemic since the start of the pandemic to clear over $100 million domestically. The first movie, though, was A Quiet Place Part 2. Godzilla vs. Kong made $48 million in its first five days a few months back and then finally cleared 100 million domestically just this past weekend. It ultimately took Godzilla vs. Kong 12 weekends to pass the benchmark, while Quiet Place 2 did it in three weekends. But the continued success of this film, even after it then went to a streaming platform, um, just kind of demonstrates that even films that are released in theaters with simultaneous streaming deals can continue to be profitable at the box office weeks later, because now we're 12 weekends out from its initial release, and it still is making some money domestically. And that's it for today's episode. For more detail on these stories and more, as always, head over to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all social media platforms. We'll be back tomorrow. And as always, remember to stay curious. 